Welcome back to Hoops HD, everybody. It is Thursday, January 18th, and that means it is time for our Bracket Rundown show. Uh, this is the show where we do in about an hour what the selection committee takes a week to do. We are going to, over the course of this time, build an actual seed list. Uh, and in doing so, we're going to both be selecting all the teams that are going to be in the at-large bids, as well as getting them in order all the way through the end of the at-large bids and the first four. At the end of the show, I'm going to add in the bottom quarter of the bracket. Not that we don't love those teams, but we yeah. discussed them last night, right, Griggs? Right. Yeah. If you want to watch, if you want to hear more about those teams, because they're only going to get a brief mention tonight, if that, we discussed them all for an hour about last night. So uh, quickly on, introduce our, pan- our panel here. We've got to my sides, David Dorman and John Titel. Right below me, John Salika and his sides, David Griggs and Matt Zikowski. Uh panel of college basketball experts. What I'm going to do is go to each of them during the course of the show, ask them to give me next four teams up. We'll discuss those teams. Uh, we'll try to come to a consensus on whether everyone agrees with them or not. If we don't, uh, if we can't, no consensus at all, I'm going to serve as the tiebreaker. Otherwise, no, wait, wait, we'll do that. Why don't, why don't I serve as the tiebreaker? Okay. Why don't I just decide who goes where on the seed list? I think that would be a much better way. To <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, before we get ready to build the seed list, I want to do something that's going to be the season premiere of this. We haven't done one yet this season, I believe. Oh, wow, we haven't, have we? I think it's it's about time we did a little blind resume here. Uh, And here's my question, and I will admit, first of all, that neither one of these profiles is anything special. But the question I'm going to have, left or right, who do you like better? And we'll get to guessing the teams after we get, get a couple opinions on these. Give you all a couple seconds to take a quick look at them, but Matt, let me start with you. Left or right? Uh, and I know they're both garbage, but who do you prefer? <laughs> Probably just do the metrics slightly. The team on the right, and actually, I know who it is, and they were not in my field either. But yeah. okay, okay, you like that one. I definitely know who that team is. But Matt, you are a big fan of, of the predictive metrics, which heavily favor the team on the right. Titel, what about you? Left or right? In the left, you do have something in quad one in terms of wins, a pair of them. And actually, three out of their four top wins are away from home, road and neutral. But you also have something in quad four, obviously. Yeah, which on the loss column, great, yes. But stuff happens. Um, I am going to go with Matt and lean to the right. You're going to lean to the right also. Okay. Uh, Greg, do you disagree? I don't. I, I like, obviously, some things about the one on the left. But even I, and I'm not like a big metrics guy, I cannot get past a net of 94. I, that's just... Uh, I, I I can't. Okay, but 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 can you so you are getting past the own four road record here on the team on the right? No, I'm not taking either one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sleek or Dorman? Either one of you going to go go left or no? I'll go. I'll go left because when you, you get to, I might look foolish when we show these teams, but when I get to the end of the bracket and we're deciding between the end here, I like to look for things that like something the other teams don't have. And I feel like those wins on the left there, uh, one on the road and one on the neutral uh, and neutral court, the team on the right doesn't have that. And I I can look past the loss uh, to 241, even though it's at home, there's a loss on the road there at 153. I like the two. I like the road and the neutral win on the left. Slika, who are the teams? You got a guess? I had a hunch the one on the left might be Florida Atlantic, but I know that's not the right answer because there would have been quite a few, uh, very yeah, good neutral wins on there. So no, and they they do not have a net of ninety four. That's they're net so of even though there's like a real stinker on the left, they do like the fact that there's a couple of uh, 
good uh, wins away from home. So I'm going to go with the team on the left right here, even with an ugly net. Okay, Matt, who are the teams? Uh, the one on the right is Colorado. You are dead correct on Colorado. The team on the right that up until this week has been in most people's brackets. I don't know if they're going to make it tonight or not. We'll we'll find out. And who's the team on the left? St. Joe's? Boise State? No, oh, it's not I'll Boise. I'll tell you, what, it is a team that I we nobody has discussed. They were not a single person have had them in the field of bracket matrix as of this morning either. So are but... you? This is a this is a good one, Chad, because you do, you're doing this to prove a point. I don't know who it is, but I know the point is to point out that Colorado is ridiculous. Well the, done, and it is the LSU Tigers, uh, a team that I don't think we've discussed seriously all season, coming off of probably their best, even though it's their third best one of the net. Uh, with that win over Ole Miss last night, yeah. Uh, suddenly, so suddenly they they do tie down. Don't they have a slightly interesting profile at at this point? That you know, if we get some of these metrics better, that 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 maybe there is a shot here with the uh, f- f- for the Tigers at this point. I, I say so, and like the win at AM is looking pretty good. And <laughs> the women, I, I, I did say Titel, but I'll, I'll let you answer. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I honestly didn't hear you. It's I hard speak to just, when I like to speak. It's hard to justify the 94 net. The puppet is correct, but it's also hard to overlook two tier one wins, um, one of which is on the road by 15. Um, I think that it's fair to start talking about them, Chad, as which is the reason I'm sure you put them in the blind resume, but um, I'm not sold on this yet, obviously, and I think they're going to get creamed by the Alabama, Tennessee, Alabama, three out of four in the weeks ahead. Yeah, they... they, they... On the other hand, you could also say, Dorman, they've got the shots ahead to, to, to really make a profile for themselves here. Uh, they got they, the opportunities, yes. Yeah, they had a 15-point win at an A&M team that I think we're going to put in the field tonight in all likelihood, and, and they just beat an Ole Miss team we're going to put in the field all likelihood tonight. Uh, let's go right over ahead and get to, the, get to the seed list here. This is it. We're going to build it 1 through 50, probably, or close to 50, and then I'll fill in the rest at the end of the show. Uh and Matt, since you weren't with us last time, I'm going to give you the honor of starting off and giving us your f- top four teams, and the order does matter, especially on the top four seed lines. Okay, so even though, despite what the AP rankings, I still actually have Purdue as my number one overall seed, I do have UConn second. And this is, it gets a little interesting here, and you might laugh at me. I got Houston third, mm-hmm. and I still have Arizona fourth. Wow. Okay, well, Greg, you you gave him a wow. Uh, which which team do you want to start with in terms of uh, in terms of attacking his seed line here? Uh, I I guess we'll go with Arizona because I I didn't have Houston on my one line, but I did have them five overall. I I just don't understand. Have I rubbed off on everyone too much? Uh, you know, based on my attitude for the last three years toward the Tar Heels, why doesn't anybody think that this resume, this team, is just simply one seed worthy all day long. I, I mean, you. look at it. <laughs> With you. Yeah, yeah Dorman, what, what do you think? You are an Arizona guy here. There's Arizona on the left, UNC on the right. Would, would, you flip the, would you flip the two teams here? I would. Uh, I thought the loss at Stanford was enough to take them down a notch to the two seed line. Yes, I am a Zona guy. I do have Caroline on the one line with Briggs. Um, and Titel. How about you? Would you would you are the other Arizona guy? If I can get both Arizona guys to say put Carolina in an Arizona out, well, I, I think Arizona's moving down a seed line here. Uh, Arizona should move down a seed line. I would put in the, the other blue bud uh, located 
uh, at Fog Allen Fieldhouse and uh, yeah. the Jayhawks in here. Not that Carolina is anything to sneeze at. They are fantastic, and they certainly merit a one-line argument. But um, I like the Jayhawks uh, beating up everybody. Three Tier 1A wins, winning record on the road, uh, rock chalk. Can we look at those two profiles that you just pulled up? Uh, in- I was I was just going to list those two teams under consideration here, North okay. Carolina and Kansas, yeah. to potentially move into the one line. But th- there there is Kansas on the right, and Houston, his other team that, Griggs, I think you had an issue with uh, on the well, left. Well, the one thing is, with these two teams being in the same conference, it will be, I think, a lot clearer at the end of the year who belongs where. But the the – the reason I lean towards Kansas, and I know that there's the loss at Central Florida, whereas Houston's losses are nowhere near that low. Kansas just tops out so much higher. I, I think we're going to put Tennessee and Kentucky in protected seed range. We already have Connecticut on the one line. I know they won that game at home, whereas Houston, the win over Dayton, Dayton's probably wearing white. Is anybody else even wearing whiter in the field out other than Utah. I don't think we're going to put Xavier in. We might put a and I, I just don't think it tops out nearly where Kansas does. Not even close. Matt, do you want to defend your Houston over Kansas pick? It's a little bit out of the metrics of that. The metrics love Houston. They don't love Kansas. I, I'm watching Kansas play. I don't think they're one seed good, but that's where I, I guess it's hard. Like, we had to put something. I'd probably – buy North Carolina a touch more if we're going to replace well I, I, I someone, yeah okay um I think what had already happened that we were already putting North Carolina in instead of Arizona so that moved I think was already being made uh, so I think the second debate here is is does Houston come down off this line as well in favor of of, of Kansas uh so that's why I've got the Houston Kansas debate up here uh let me get one more opinion here from Stalika Houston or Kansas if I had to choose between Houston and Kansas right now, I'd probably give Kansas the edge just by virtue of a couple of uh, true road wins, although Houston's lone road win at Xavier uh, obviously looking a little bit better by the day. However, there are two losses in the Big 12 by a total of five points, so I'm not going to fault the Cougars too much right there. However, when I look at some of the wins that uh, Kansas has, when you look at Tennessee, Kentucky, and UConn. I think that's a little too tough to ignore. So I'll give an edge to the Jayhawks. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of argument for both Kansas and North Carolina. Sorry, Matt. I think you just lost two teams off of your one line. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's early. Uh, but I think I think it is interesting that I, this may be more debate we've had on the one line that, than than in most years. Uh, you know, so this is you know. It, by this time of the season, it seems that there's generally like th- at least three teams that are pretty solidly there. I don't think we're, we're at that point this season, which is could, could make things interesting going forward. Uh, but let's try to keep things rolling here. Dorman, we do have Arizona and Houston under consideration, but uh, any four teams you like for the two-line? In order, five overall. Houston, okay. Arizona at six, Wisconsin at seven. Tennessee at eight. Uh, Titel, what do you think? I like the four teams. I would flip whiskey down one just because when you lose on the road in the Big Ten, I can usually excuse it, but losing at Penn State, I think, is a mark on their record. So I would uh, have the balls up at seven and whiskey at eight. 
I'll pull those two what profiles. What happened up. in that game? I, I, that was astounding, even though it was a road game. I, I would also throw out there, Titel, probably even more significantly, Tennessee won at Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. And, and it was head-to-head important, Chad. Head-to-head important. <laughs> head-to-head on the road with the road win head-to-head on top of that. So uh, I really – I think it's going to be tough to justify if you want these two teams back-to-back putting whiskey on top, uh, Dorman. Um Fair. It was the it was the it was the tier one wins in a bunch on the road that slightly put Wisconsin yeah. in seven ahead of Tennessee. But I understand the switch. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Here. Any Matt? Do you have any any thoughts on it before we? Any, uh, thoughts that, on, that, any that, other that, moves on the on the line at all? Actually, no. I think that's basically these. Eventually, we got my top eight teams out of the two li- first two lines. wasn't quite the order I thought, but yeah, I do think Tennessee should be ahead of Wisconsin just because the head to have no, it's pre- if it's pretty close to the head to head tiebreaker. Well, a little bit on the one line. I think our two is pretty easy. Let's keep things rolling here uh, so we can debate some other lines. Titel, why don't you give me a three line? Got Baylor, even though they had tripped up at Kansas State recently. I got the Dukey. Which makes the Arizona win at Duke early this year still look fantastic. And even though we got some Big East guys on the panel, I'm going to get a, a couple of SEC teams on the three in Auburn and Kentucky, and leave the Big East teams Marquette and Creighton for the four. But have at it, guys. Auburn and Kentucky. I'll throw Marquette and Creighton since you mentioned them uh, over here. Lesliga, you are a Big East guy. Uh, we didn't mention your Big East team, but what do you think of this Baylor, Duke, Auburn, Kentucky uh, foursome here on the three line? Well, up until tonight, I was thinking Memphis was a possible team that could have gotten to the three line. But when you have a bedwetting at home against a South Florida, you're disqualified for a couple lines right here. Auburn yeah. is a team. They've been playing with fire like a lot this year, and finally they burned themselves. And then I was going to also talk about Auburn right here. This is another team that quietly has uh, crept up, and even though the strength of schedule is – a little bit loud compared to some of the other teams here. I still think they've done enough in terms of quality wins that they could probably merit a discussion right here. So I'm not going to raise any terrible objections over teams like Creighton and Marquette who have been inconsistent of late. Yeah, and what, thanks for what, what, just want to real quickly make a note here. I meant to mention this at the top of the show. We're recording this a little after 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern. That means obviously games that have gone final, such as that Memphis loss tonight, will be factored in. Games that have not gone final. We can, we're not going to factor in. There's a big one coming up later between Oregon and Colorado, for example, that may affect the fields. And we're watching Illinois play Michigan right now. But go ahead, Griggs. I was just going to say, like, I really like Marquette. What What's everybody's hang up on them, or what do they not like as much about them? Who would you? I, well, which team do you want to compare them to? Um, let's. I guess. Well, let's start with Kentucky. Okay. Uh, or Auburn. Yeah, let's go with Auburn instead of Kentucky. Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. Uh, Dorman, what do you think? Marquette or Auburn? Who, should, should we make the move here and, and bring the Golden Eagles? If I won't ask Matt because he's a Marquette guy, I already know his answer. But, no, uh, my answer would be Auburn, actually. Oh, really? Okay. There's another I team have... I have in mind that we haven't mentioned yet, but yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll get, get get there one second. Let me get Dorman's thoughts yeah. on this Marquette-Auburn debate first. I have Auburn ahead of Marquette. It's very slight, but I do. Uh, if you want to the wins in the tier one for Marquette should usually would get it over for me, but I, I, I just like the overall resume better Auburn two and one on the road, uh, eight in the net. 
Marquette has had some slips, but uh, the one to me that bothers me a little more than probably most is the Butler at home. That's why Auburn got a touch higher on the three-seed line for me over Marquette. Butler at home bothered you more than at App State? Yeah. I mean, I, I think fair. both those teams it's are fair. good, but I, I, those are hard games to win, but I think they're equally they, – both teams should have won those games, but I kind of think they sort of cancel each other out there. And I just like, you know, Kansas and at the full strength Illinois. I it, Those are the two that, that are really just jumping out at me, those two right there, Kansas and Illinois, even more so than the Creighton one. I told Matt he'd get a chance to throw his team out there. What, what move would you make if you're going to do a swap? There's one. I, I like BYU on the three line. Oh, you do? Wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'll put BYU up here on the left because I'm looking at my personal seed list. It took me a few um, minutes to find, find how far down Matt, they were. Matt, come but, on. Uh, they've They've beaten no one away from home that's going to be in the field. I don't think NC State's all that far away right now. Yeah, but they, they're not all that far away, but they're not there. And there, there's nobody else in the protected seed range that we're going to say that about. Uh, oh, Gr- Griggs, c- can I make a counter argument here? You just Auburn Matt, you, you, Yeah, exactly. Auburn, who is Auburn <laughs> beating away from home that's going to be in this field tonight? No, I'm comparing. I'm, I'm trying to get Marquette ahead of them. <laughs> I, I'm both of them. <laughs> uh Titel, does BYU belong here or, or maybe Marquette over one of the teams that you put in, or do you want to defend the Auburn and Kentucky, and Kentucky picks? Uh, BYU does not belong. <laughs> um, uh, the Big East teams have good arguments, but I'm feeling SEC for the three line. Okay. Um, I I have not heard enough to, 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 to make any changes on this line. I heard a little bit of love for Marquette, but but I don't think it was quite enough to make a move. So uh, I think Titel's three line is staying as is. Marquette, Creighton, and BYU all under consideration. Um, and I hate to do this. I hate going to him for a seed list, but, uh, but Griggs, oh, oh, oh. I'll give you the four line. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so who we've got here? Like, obviously, I've got Marquette at the top of this line. Right. Oh, we've got Kentucky in there. Yep. All right. You've got Creighton and BYU under consideration, but you can go anywhere you like. How? 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 My next three teams are BYU, Alabama, and Creighton. Okay, then it's BYU, Alabama, Creighton. And and but no, like I want more dissent. I I like you know who I like on this line is is TCU. Okay. Well, well, which well, it's your line, Griggs. You just said BYU, Marquette, BYU, Alabama, created TCU. I, I, I tell so you, gotta yeah, choose four. I'm, I'm putting five teams on this line. Okay, just because you see fans are rushing the floor beating TCU, that well, that was my argument. Like you, 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 you know, you see rush the floor against TCU. You can't say that about anybody else up here. How about Illinois? Yeah, I, I. My issue with Illinois is that I just don't think they're the same team. Um, I agree, also, but they yeah. haven't Ch- Chad, I, Chad, for the sake of the exercise, that was – I got TCU so far away from here. I just wanted to, to annoy everybody. I will remove TCU from under consideration <laughs> for the time being. Yeah. Well, the, his line is Marquette, BYU, Alabama, Creighton. Dorman, you mentioned Illinois. Why don't we pull Illinois up and tell, tell me which of the four teams you were knocked down in favor of Illinois? 
Uh, I put um, I put Illinois ahead of Creighton. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's pull those two profiles up here. Illinois there on the left, Creighton on the right, coming off of their. I mean, they lost at UConn. They lost badly, yeah. but it was at UConn. Who's on our? Who's our number two overall team? So. This is really tight for me. I had him one spot ahead. I got it. I got them right next to each other. Yeah, this is really tight. I have Illinois, but it's picking hairs. It's I like to win at home to Northwestern. Obviously, I like the home win to Sparty, but they lost. You know, they lost the Marquette game. This is tight, and I leaned Illinois, but I can hear both sides of it. Well, Salika, what do you think? Please don't make me argue against Illinois because as a Xavier fan, this would really pain me. We'd also have to consider the Dayton Flyers as a possible protected seed right here. So please, I will be prepared to make any and all arguments for the Illini. Okay, so you're in favor of Illinois here then also. Um, let's get one more thought on the title. What, what do you think? Should, should Illinois be here in favor of Creighton or maybe in favor of one of the other three teams you put up there? I would have Illinois in for BYU. Um, okay. Based mainly on the strength of schedule because all the other metrics for BYU is good. The Illinois thing is also our first big X factor of the night. One of their, their leading scorer and one of the best in the nation, Terrence Shannon Jr., is still out, but he's suing to try to get back in. Um, they've lost a couple games without him to good teams, namely uh, Maryland and – well, one great team at Purdue, one crappy team, Maryland, at home. Um, if he comes back, then the committee will say, oh, now – how would they be seated with this guy who scores 20 a game versus without? So it's impossible to know if he's going to be back or not, but I would have them ahead of BYU because that says he's going to come back, but I don't know for sure. And right now they're up up late, but it was 10 points at Michigan, and it is a road game. Uh, not a tournament team road game, but it is a road yeah. game, and those are always tough to win. Uh, so I guess the final question, though, and – uh, is 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 it BYU or is it Crane? We could dump down. I've heard more love for bumping Crane down. Matt, I, you're the only person I've gone to on it, and I know you'd rather dump, jump Crane down than BYU because you want to BYU a line higher, correct? Yeah, I, I like BYU here. I think yeah, this is. I think a four, a four isn't too bad for given that like they're a little bit projection, but still, I think come the end of the year, I think right, so- I think there's a decent chance they're going to be right there. All right, so we will have Marquette, BYU, Alabama, Illinois being our seed line. Creighton under consideration as we go to Mr. Stalika for the five seeds. Okay, so Marquette, BYU, Illinois. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and make some notes right here. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, we'll get Creighton up here. We'll put Creighton and, in. I don't think that's any surprise. and I think they've solidly belong there. And as I've warned, I'm going to have to uh, add Dayton right here. I think you need to put Dayton exactly where they belong. And uh, yeah, to... and I think we've... Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> What's going on? This is... This is... <laughs> this is something... <laughs> oh, yeah, we just okay. broke the puppet I, no, it, again. It's, it's, it, it gets... Uh, like, as bad as that sound, it looks even worse. Stalika found... I think the most ridiculous video on the entire internet. <laughs> I don't know where you found that, but it's this old, like we thought hot, hot, hot 
from Appalachian State. This is this makes that look like you know an an Academy Award winning production. Like by comparison. <laughs> All right, Sleeko, we got great. We Dayton got Dayton has threatened to sue us if we keep playing that video, <laughs> which means we're going to keep doing it. Uh, yes. Give give me a couple more, Sleeko. All right, I think we've punished Memphis enough for their loss tonight, so I'm prepared to uh, add them right here. And I look at a. I don't want to add Clemson yet because they've been falling like a stone right here. I'll put them under consideration I, then. So give me the team. I think I'm going to go ahead and have the Oklahoma Sooners as my final number five right here. And Oklahoma. Uh, Matt, what do you think of that? Creighton, the uh, come on Dayton, come on Flyers. Uh, Memphis. <laughs> here come the Flyers. Here move, come the Flyers. Move Dayton down to the six because of that video. <laughs> then I'm going to play, play it again, Griggs. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, this actually this is where I put Memphis after that. I have Oklahoma here. Dayton and Creighton actually have sixes, so it's not. I, I think I I'm the one definitely. I'm lower on Creighton. It sounds like than most. The one team we haven't mentioned yet that I would have actually maybe argued at the bottom for the four line, San Diego State. San Diego State. So let me pull them up here. Um... Maybe against the Dayton Flyers, actually. Uh, you know, even though we don't want to hear that music again. But uh, Taito, what what do you think? Should we maybe be hitting the Mountain West at this point, uh, or should, or is it right to have this Dayton Flyers team in? I'd go Dayton, but I'll I'll make the argument for both. San Diego State has lots of Tier One opportunities left. Dayton is not, but Dayton might also not lose again because they're so freaking amazing with eleven wins in a row. Uh, I would go the Flyers for that reason mostly but also because I want the six line to be an entire Mountain West line if we can make that work. Ooh, I, 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 I could see three of them. I don't know. I see the fourth one getting there. Uh, Dorman, what, what, do, what do you think about the, about the, about his entire line here? Uh, not only, you know, this, uh, this Dayton argument, but Creighton, Memphis, and Oklahoma as well. We just go back to that comparison right there, Chad. The reason yeah. I have, uh, Dayton ahead of San Diego State. Most years you would look at that San Diego State and say, wow, St. Mary's and Akinzaga. But this year, those two are fighting to get in the field, and only possibly one of them makes it this year. Uh, I don't think the two of them are a lock anymore. Where Dayton has, I think the Johnnies will be in the tournament since he's probably on the wrong side of the bubble currently. But it's more wins that – yeah. And they're playing better. There's more wins. There's more meat on the bone on Dayton's wins than there are San Diego States to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can, can I, there's another team that I know metrics wise does not cut the mustard, but if you look at the tiers on their resume, I think that just looking at that, this is about where you'd have them pull up Seton Hall. Okay. And put him well, next to Dayton or put him next to anybody you want. Put him next to San okay. Diego State or Dayton. Now, 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 Griggs, you were about five lines too early last week when we did the Seton Hall thing. I, I, I think this Seton Hall is moving up. Yeah, and now they have even more in Tier 1. Okay. Uh, first of all, Griggs, where is their road win against a team in the field? Their road uh, – perhaps Providence – because Providence was a tournament caliber team when they went there and won. Uh, okay. uh, is that the game where he got injured? Yeah, that, that was actually the game Hopkins got injured. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Butler's been playing really well. They were playing well Let's talk about losses to teams that are not in the field. Let's see. Xavier, I, Iowa, we're... USC, Rutgers. <laughs> oh, that's four to five, Griggs. 
Well, I mean, it's not a perfect profile, but this is about where I'll put them under consideration. I think five is is you're 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 a little crazy on that one. Um, but Matt, let me give you one final word here. And, and yet, watch, you already gave me a word here. So uh, um, I think that's everybody's words actually. So. Uh, uh, and so I kind of think that we've got Creighton, Dayton, Memphis, Oklahoma. There was not enough love for San Diego State or Clemson and definitely not for Seen Hall to make the move. So why don't we just go on to the sixth line then? And Matt, let me go to you for that then. Uh, your next four teams up. Okay, so I have San Diego State topping this line. I can go four Mountain West teams. Not quite. I'll have another one. This is also where I'll put FAU. I know they're they're a wild card of... We we might be it. in the Mountain West in a few years. Who knows? Yeah. I do have Colorado State. We got another Mountain West. There's two. And then, and then I got I got leave it for they're in the area, but Iowa State's my other six seed. And Iowa State. So we got San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Colorado State, Iowa State. Neither Clemson nor Seton Hall getting in for you on this seed line, correct? No, they, this is we're doing the six line, not the nine line. <laughs> uh, not on Clemson either. Okay, um, Tytel, let me go to you. Who are your other two Mountain West teams, and, and do either one of them really do either one actually really belong here? Utah State does belong here. Nevada does not belong here. <laughs> uh, who would you take out to put Utah State in? Um, as much as it hurts Arizona's profile, I'd say FAU. Um, not that they have bad metrics, and they've got some good wins, including over the Wildcats, but. Um, I don't like having tier three and tier four loss, especially when Utah State has not even a tier two loss. Uh, Dorman, you're an Arizona guy. Do you agree? Do you want? Do you want to take the counterpoint here that maybe we keep FAU up because they did beat Arizona, they did beat A and M. No, I like Utah State's resume better than Florida Atlantic. Okay. Uh, well, that's a couple votes in favor of of making it a three. Mountain West team. Uh, Griggs, what do you think? Do we go three Mountain West teams on the sixth line and drop FAU down? Um, I, I, Drop FAU down. Yeah. Like, I don't – there's – what about Clemson, uh, who's already under consideration? And I know that they've been in a tailspin. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Let, let's, let's make I'll be more. honest. I just don't know what to do with Florida Atlantic. I mean, I mean, it's one of the more – there's always a couple resumes that are scattershot. This is totally scattershot. And they almost lost tonight. They didn't, but they could have. Yeah. Well, well, let's take. If you want to compare Clemson, we get. We got to compare them to one of the teams there. We have San Diego State, Colorado State, Iowa State, or Utah State. So, um, I would say Colorado. Now that we've, yeah. You want to compare them to Colorado State or to, or to the yeah, Utah State? Uh, Colorado State. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and are, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just not as. Hmm. Uh, I like the Alabama could, win at Alabama a little more than the neutral floor win at Creighton. I think a, TC- lot, a lot more or a little more because for in my opinion, it's a little more and it's about that much more, but more. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, the, the loss at my, well, the, the home loss at Georgia tech smells pretty bad. And I can understand waiting them down between that. I, I like Clemson a little bit more than Colorado state, but it's, it's kind of close now that I look at it. Stalika, should we go three Mountain West teams in Iowa State then on this line? Ooh. Well, Florida Atlantic, I'm still not ready to uh, 
Get yeah, them up we, this high right here. We just threw Florida Atlantic down off the line. There's not going to be enough support for that. <laughs> Although I could be talked into swapping Iowa State for Seton Hall at this point, even though the Pirates really don't have a, a road win against a tournament team yet. The quality is starting to pile up for the Pirates. Tytel, what do you think? Should Seton Hall come in here over Iowa State, who also does not have a road win right. over a tournament team and only has one win over a tournament team, in fact? Using our new logic, if you lose at Rutgers this year, you are not a sick <laughs> right. well, To be fair, they lost oh, wow. at home against Rutgers. It was not at the GMA. <laughs> yeah, they lost at home against Rutgers. So how about that? <laughs> I think we've got to see. I think we've got ourselves a six line. I think we should move on to the seven here. Uh, we're going to might be going around in circles. Um, and I think that, I think there's a team we definitely got to hear in the seven line that's been has not been mentioned left. But Dorman, I'm going to go over to you for the seven line. Give me your next four teams up. We do have Clemson, FAU, Seton Hall, all under consideration. Because based on what they have done so far, I'm going to put Clemson here, although I think uh, in a month they might not even be in my bracket. Uh, I do have Florida Atlantic here on the seven line. I think I'm going to take some heat here, but I like St. John's on the seven line. No, I love that selection. Good. Okay. Wow. And one more. I got one more Big East. They might take some heat on <laughs> Villanova. That's a team that I thought was missing so far. I, I think there was an argument for them on the sixth line, honestly. Um, I was surprised we have not heard Villanova's name yet. Well, to be uh, fair, last place John... team in the Big Five has never gotten a six seed. I was going to say, St. John's does have a head-to-head -head over Villanova, so I could see them getting in line first. Right. Um Matt, you've you've got some Big East ties also. Do are do are these the right two Big East teams on this line? Is this where they belong? The Johnnies and yeah, Nova? I think so. I I, still, I got the Nova because they did a, a lot more out of conference than Seton Hall, and then I know Hall just beat St. John's, but there was it was at home, and I think the John I think over well, they the didn't just the beat St. John's. I mean that's that understates whatever they did to St. John's. Well, yeah, no, no Patino, no Dingle. Patino yeah. wasn't going to play. Whoever coached it for him, you've seen the difference this year between Mike Anderson and Rich, Rick Pitino. Well, okay, to be fair, Steve Massiello was, a, was the coach who at one point lost a job because he forgot where he went to college. So, you know. Uh, Titel, how about you? Clubs and FAU at St. John's Villanova. We good? We're mostly good. Um, uh, even though St. John's beat Utah, which I understand the head-to-head -head thing, and it was in Utah, my X factor is injuries. So Kiba Keita missed that game. And if he had played, they might have won. They might not have. We'll never know. He was also gone for their loss to Houston. Raleigh Worcester was gone for their loss the other day at Stanford. So this is another injury situation where, when healthy, I think Utah can beat – most teams on the seven line and therefore belongs on the seven line, but the guys have been injured and they did lose those games. So I don't have a huge problem with the four we got. Well, getting back to Steve Massiello, I mean, he, he lost the South Florida job. His punishment should have been coaching South Florida after yeah, that resume. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that geez. <laughs> yeah. That uh, a, not heard it. He forgot. He didn't graduate. He just forgot. You know. Dorman, real quick, this was your seed line. You, you want to defend St. John's over Utah and Titel's argument because we do got to debate Utah a little bit here since they were brought up. Against St. John's? Yeah. 
the head-to-head would push St. John's yeah. ahead of Utah to me. Yeah. Despite them being injured and, and Titel, I, I will say personally, yeah. you know, I get they had the injury for the Stanford loss, but you should still beat Stanford even if you're down a guy. Arizona uh, couldn't. <laughs> uh, well, Arizona this isn't on their one line, are they? They fell down a line. Um, uh, I think we're pretty good on the seven line, having too much dissension here. And so, Titel, let me go to you for the eight line, the only under-consideration team we have. Actually, we have two under-consideration, Utah and Seton Hall. I was just going to put in the Utes, but since Seton Hall is getting lonely there, um, let's put them in. And I wish you would have left TCU up so the pup would have to stare at them for all these lines. All the way <laughs> they let's get them in here. I just wanted get... to make the show interesting. I, I did it for the show. Mission accomplished. What, you really have TCU right there? I agree with him. Oh, man. Yeah. I had them lower than that. That trick seemed pretty good to me. And um, they have the signature one over Houston. And then um, for my fourth team, um, we have several SEC teams to pick from here. Um, I like Mississippi State, and I like Texas A&M, but I think I'm going to go with Ole Miss, but I can make arguments for any of those three. I, I personally kind of like your your teams here, but I'm not going to be the deciding factor. It's going to get a little debate here. And uh, Salika, let me start with you. Utah, Seton Hall, TCU, Ole Miss. I can agree with uh, Utah and Seton Hall right here. But I think another team we have to look at right here and possibly put them in over TCU, I have to go with uh, Northwestern. Even though they have the ugly loss at home against Chicago State, that's... That's a beautiful loss. Everyone is going to have warts at this point. I beg to differ. That is amazing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, Matt, you're in the Chicago area, I think, right? Uh, Northwestern or TCU? uh, Man, they both have the very high highs... The one thing TCU does not have the <laughs> they don't have the Chicago State. That's where they both have the great home win. Have it, each one has a nice yeah. Northwestern the home win over Dayton, TCU over Oklahoma, both similar in that. But that's where yeah, basically not having the Chicago State. That's where I'll give TCU the edge. You'd go with the TCU edge here, um, and uh, Dorman, your your thoughts on on on. That debate in the entire line here, Utah Seton Hall, TCU will miss. Uh, it, it's I have this exact line, except I have Northwestern ahead of TCU. Okay, so I so would you, have uh, you would have that, you, then you would have that swap. You'd have Northwestern yeah. and TCU yeah. down on the next line. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. I've heard some love for that, Griggs. I hate to let make you the deciding factor, but but but. Why don't you make, well, make the call here, Northwestern? Okay, I'm, I'm going to make it more complicated. I want to look at another team. Real quick, well, who you got? Kansas State. Over TCU instead of I, instead of Northwestern. Well, yeah, TCU. certainly you over TCU. Go, you want to go K-State over TCU. Yeah, and I think uh, the biggest... Why? Uh, <laughs> Good question. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead. Let's go back to the original debate here, Griggs. Northwestern or TCU? Because that's the only question. <laughs> Northwestern. I, I, you're really holding your nose with that Chicago State loss. That that's that's entirely fair. I I just I I just like them a little bit more. All right. So we will go ahead and make it Utah Seton Hall, Northwestern, and Ole Miss. Sorry, Ty, tell you lost one of your teams, TCU and K State are under consideration teams. I think they are close. I, I do agree with that. I think it was a little early for, for K-State though, Griggs. But I will let you put them in because you're up for the nine line. 
I am. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, TCOK stayed under consideration. You can go anywhere you want, uh, such as a okay, team that's playing gonna, right now, I'm if you kinda, like. Yeah, I'm going with – that's going to be one of them, but not first. I'm starting off with Kansas State. Okay. Then Uncle Buzz. Texas A&M. Yeah, and uh, I could be swayed away from this. Uh, then I've got Nevada and Oregon as the next two. Oh, no, that was not the team that's playing now that I wanted you to put in. Who's playing number now one, that you were? Number one, you did not put TCU in yet, correct? Correct. I, uh, they're in my field, but not. I think I got them on the next line. How about they're the Green in, yeah, Antelopes? Also on my next line. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a team I was talking about this play right now, but let's get some Let's get some feedback here. K-State, A&M, Nevada, and Oregon. Matt, what do you think of, of those four teams leaving TCU out uh, for now? Man, I, I like the A&M Nevada picks. It's about where I have both. I don't even have K-State or Oregon in my field. <laughs> okay. I agree, man. That's one. I'm actually, this is, man, like, I think their quality of team, I like them a lot. I know their resume is probably still a little iffy. I got New Mexico up here. Hold on. I'm going to pull Kansas. I just heard a lot of love for pulling Kansas State and Oregon off this line and maybe out of the field entirely. So let's go ahead and dump them out right now. Uh, so, uh, And actually, I put TCU in one of those spots. I wonder. Okay. And, and so you would rather go TCU and I think the, New I Mexico? Have, yeah, New Mexico, I think, would be yeah, my next team. The, my problem with New Mexico is just it's all been at home. I, I love how they're playing, Matt. I really do. Like, I, I – Went from not even selecting them at all to having them, I think, on the 10 or an 11. But I, I just can't get past a team that only won at New Mexico State, which I I just can't get them up this high. It, it, that is a lot at home. That's a really weak out-of-conference schedule. And while they've been playing really well, especially the last week, I, I want to see more than that away from home. Yeah, this is the point of the year. I'm basically going on what almost – I almost do a little bit of projection still and could be either – I think they could even end up being a couple of seed lines higher. I mean, they're not going to be that they, much they higher. They could be. It, it, and that's just because that non-conference schedule is going to anchor them at probably a six or seven yeah. at the most, where some of these other teams I, I, that could climb to a four or five if they win the league. But yeah, I, so, I can see that. But also they have their margin of error. They don't got a whole lot of it because of that schedule. Right. Now, this week, I, I realize that, that AFA and San Jose State are not really strong teams. But it's hard to – like, Air Force is tricky to play against. I think that that's a rough road trip for one week. If they win both of those, I'm, I'm going to feel much better about them. And I know that that's a weird thing to say. But to me, that would say that, like, okay, they can – they can do something. They can play against a team that's hard to scout and hard to play against and travel from Colorado to California and win both games. I'll feel better about them. I just like in, in both those wins is even though they're not great, it's still infinitely better than just winning at New Mexico state who didn't even finish their season last year. I will say this for the Lobos, though. That month of February is going to be brutal with trips to Nevada, San Diego State, Boise yeah. State, and Utah State. You win two of those, I'm going to feel a lot better about the Lobos being in the field. Let's get a few other opinions here. Uh, Tytel, you first. Uh, we have A&M, Nevada, TCU, and one of Grand Canyon, Kansas State, Oregon, or New Mexico for for this live. What, what are your thoughts on where we stand with all this? <laughs> uh, as much as I love 
Grand Canyon, almost as much as the JNG 26 is ridiculous. Um, I think that since Chad loves head to head, I'm going to go with the only tier one loss that Kansas State has Texas Tech. That's what I right. see that about here, too. We're going to throw another na name up here, even. So we are really, really not doing good here trying to try to throw <laughs> this nine line. Uh, but but, but let's throw, I, I have created chaos. That was my whole goal. Here. Here's that Texas Tech profile on the left here. They are a top 25 team, They did, although they did suffer the loss at Houston uh, since they made the top 25. Well, Played 10 games oh, well, since the start of December. They're 9-1 and one with a loss at Houston. Don't well, I, I'm sorry, John. I tell if they can't win at Houston, then I just can't put <laughs> Dorman, let me get your thoughts on, on, on this chaos here. A&M, Nevada, TCU, and somebody. Uh, are you okay with those first three, and who would your fourth be? <laughs> I'm good with the three. I don't get the K-State love. I, I would even throw in Sparty in this mix here. I like Michigan yeah, State. I, okay, every time I go to somebody, I'm <laughs> not going to I'm getting another team. <laughs> I have I'm St. going Mary's right to here. get my laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, let's uh, 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 Stalika, A&M, Nevada, TCU, and who? <laughs> I almost have a feeling Texas Tech was brought up just so we could get the old Southwest Conference on the nine line right here. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I do think Grand Canyon probably should be on the nine line here just because I'm not liking any of these other options. And, and that may be a, be a good tiebreaker here. Is that Grand Canyon <laughs> is, is is the only team that I think nobody can look at them and say. Uh, they, they're just awful. <laughs> I think you could yeah. say they're just awful about everybody else we discussed. Um, they, they've only had one loss. It was to a South Carolina team that maybe we should be discussing very soon as well. So, uh, Do it. Uh, let's go ahead and put the lopes here. Yeah, because Sleek and I, we only, we're the only ones on that, the nine line. At least they got two two votes at, by, by our group of... Uh, I had our, them on the 10, and I thought that was going to be hard. <laughs> Uh, so let's do the 10 line, though, Sleek. Let me go back to you here. We have New Mexico's K-State, Oregon, Texas Tech, and Michigan State <laughs> under consideration. Uh, who would your four, next four teams be? I'm going to go ahead and get uh, Texas Tech and Oregon right here. And I have a feeling that the other Pac-12 team that Chad is lobbying for is going to be the Colorado Buffaloes. Granted, we don't know what they're... I'm not lobbying for them. I, I made a case against them to start yeah. our show. <laughs> now, granted, we don't know what the result is as of uh, the time we're recording right here. And then, well, I think Boise State is another team that should be considered, but I am not going to add them on the 10 line just yet. Okay. So, but one team that we have not mentioned out of the Big Ten yet, and, and I know it's going to – Trigger the puppet again. I think we have to get Nebraska in here at some point. I say they were my highest rated team. We have not yet discussed, so I'm 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 kind of be with you. But Matt, I know you're not a fan of the Oregon pick here. But what about the other three? I like the Texas Tech and Nebraska picks. I would leave the Pac-12 another line. I'd probably put uh, New Mexico there, and I'd probably put Michigan State among the ones under consideration. Those are the two I think glaring not in our New Mexico, Michigan State over the Pac-12 teams. Ty, Ty, let me pull up those Oregon and the Colorado profiles. Do the one or both of these teams belong here, or, or do one of these other teams we've been discussing, or somebody else belong instead? Somebody else. I know that's not the answer you want, but um, I'll you know, take these it. teams are good, then one of them is going to have a good win tonight over the other, obviously, but I still like Mississippi State. Um, we talked about the other teams that have like the Chicago State loss. Mississippi State has a big war on its resume, a loss to Southern. However, they had not one but two injuries in that game 
with Trey Ford and Keyshawn Murphy out. When healthy, I don't think they're losing to Southern, but they did because they had injuries, plural. What? Okay. I think as Titel said in chat, that's not a wart. That's a snake bite down there. Yeah, that's – um. well, you know, they do have the loss to Southern, but they've offset that by not winning any true road games. Uh, neither has Colorado. I don't have them in either. <laughs> well, I think right now the question was, should we maybe pull Colorado out and put Mississippi State in? Um, and Okay, what about – Okay, or, or now, Griggs again. It's Texas Tech, Oregon, Colorado, Nebraska are in currently. Yeah, the debates are kind of: Do we put Boise, Mississippi State, New Mexico, K State, or I'm with them up here, Michigan State, uh, and instead, or if you want to throw another name out, I, you're allowed to. <laughs> um, a, a team I kind of well, a team I kind of like is Cincinnati. Why? Uh, largely because of the wins. Well, they stormed the court against TCU. They have the win at BYU. And, and they really... And, well, go ahead, and... Well, there's no real anchor <laughs> there. I think Texas at home is becoming an anchor, honestly. But that's another story. <laughs> it may be. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Stalika's giving a horns down right now. Rodney Terry wants him thrown out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, we're not selecting Texas, are we? No. <laughs> no, I don't think. Okay. I, I just, like, I, I, there isn't much there, but there's something, and there's nothing that makes me hold my nose other than maybe the home loss to Texas. Uh, Dorman, let me go to you about this. We, 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 we've got we to gotta make some type of decision here. Texas Tech, Oregon, Colorado, Nebraska, who comes out, who goes in? I was in on the Boise State train, and I know it's not a horrible loss, but the UNLV at home the other night really, it bothers me a little, so I got to yeah. knock them a little. The, those four are the four I would, the next four I have in line is the, uh, is the 10 line. Uh, so, so you're okay with Colorado and Oregon? I'm good with Colorado and Oregon there. Uh, the loser will get pumped. To me, like, I mean, why Colorado? I, I mean, if you're going to say why Cincinnati, there's not a lot there, but at least there's something. What? Yeah, what's... I, I prefer Cincinnati to Colorado. That's. I mean, like... uh, all right. Well, let me throw this this last question out here. I've heard two votes now for Cincinnati over Colorado on this line. Um, Titel, what do you think? Should Cincinnati come in over Colorado? Because at least they've done something on the road. Yes, I still prefer Mississippi State over both these teams. I, I agree with you, but we're not, you and I are not winning that one. Cincinnati, yes. <laughs> All right. And, Griggs, you're getting your Cincinnati uh, team in here, believe it or not. You're uh, welcome, Stolika. We will go with Cincinnati here and put Colorado under consideration. Uh, we know Stolika wanted that. Uh, and we are up to the 11 line. Matt, you are up next, and just give me four teams at, at, at this point. Okay, I got. Even though we're, we are going to be getting into our first four yeah. here very soon. Yeah, I got to get New Mexico and Michigan State in. New Mexico, Michigan State, and Mississippi State all in. And I'm going to throw another curve, sort of a curveball in. I want Princeton in over here in this range also. No, that's a good selection. I, I good pick. Yeah, I'm with you. Now, Titel is not, but that's just because he has a, pen, a degree from Penn. But yeah. but also noteworthy in that it doesn't burn in that large spot when you add the Tigers in here. Great call. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, we still would have three at-large spots left. Um, I just heard a lot of love for this. Um, yeah. Everybody, other I, than Titel. I, I so like Ty, that. 
Titel, other than your hatred for Princeton, what about? I know you like the Mississippi State here, New Mexico, Michigan State. Are, have we? Are they pretty good picks at this point? Already, yes. Um, New Mexico, they're getting close to the field, and if everybody thinks they're in, I'm not going to veto. But um, they got a few losses to teams who might not make the field, and I don't know that having San Diego State as your signature win is good enough. Um, but if everybody else feels that way, I won't veto. Okay. Uh, if you're not going to veto, There's then one... we've – go ahead, Dorman. There's one team until, again, this week I would have brought up. They lost at home to Georgia. I would have brought up South Carolina in this point, but that loss bothers me. Yeah, I'll put them under consideration. Um, I'll pull the profile up real quick here. That that is a bad loss without really a great win. They beat two teams that are double, put at, du- at double digit <laughs> seeds. Uh, they definitely have their chances ahead, especially with Kentucky at home and a road trip to Tennessee coming up. So uh, I'm kind of with you that they're very, very close, but probably not in at the moment. Uh, but we do still have three at-large spots left. Uh, Matt, why don't you give me two teams? Oh, did you just give me that line, Matt? I'm sorry, you did. I, I did. So okay. I'll gladly. Okay, 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 okay. Let me go to Dorman <laughs> next. Then I, I, I apologize. I uh, can I, we I look at Mississippi State uh, again? I'm, I'm not. Explain the love to there. I'm not vetoing. I just because I can't win the argument. But what is it about them? Uh, I think that one over Tennessee, even if it's at yeah, home, Greg, is it's so big. Neutral over Northwestern. Neutral of Northwestern is really good. That North Texas team is a good team. Uh, I I think that win over Washington State. Um, it's okay. isn't bad. I, I'll pull yeah. the Washington State team up on the right there. I don't think this Washington State team is that far out of the field at the moment. Yeah, there's I one agree. thing about this profile, and you all know what it is that I that drives me. That so wait till they go to Florida because everyone's winning in Florida. This this okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's go ahead and uh, go to Dorman. Give me the next two teams up. It can be from these four, or if you want to throw another name out there, feel free to. I think St. Mary's is right in this mix. Yes! Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll go St. Mary's. One more. I, I don't think McNeese is that far also from this line. Uh, they're in the next three spots for me. Um, you've got Mississippi State in. I'd go Boise State. I'll overlook the loss this week. Okay, so you went with uh, St. Mary's and Boise State. Only takes up one of our two at-large spots because St. Mary's our first WCC team in. They'd be our auto-bid winner. Um, I'll show up the, pull up that profile right here. Uh, Titel, let me ask you, is this St. Mary's team back inside the bubble? Should they need, a, need an at-large bid or, or, play, or playing that way at least? Close, but no cigar. Um, I still can't believe that we've got this far without mentioning Gonzaga, but we're correct to not mention Gonzaga because they're not having a good year. And obviously picking against Mark Few in the WCC tourney is a bad idea because he wins it like 90% of the time. But yes, I think St. Mary's has the edge right now over the Zags. I I think it's more than an edge, (laughs) at least profile wise. Yeah. And we just put Boise in. Anyone want to make a vote against Boise being here? That's about Hear, right, Boise. Hearing nothing, Titel, we still have two at-large bid spots left. We have South Carolina, McNeese, K-State, and Colorado under consideration. Can we just shorten the field to 66? Uh, give, give, give me your next two teams up. I like the Gamecocks as the top of the 12 line, and then I'm going to go off the board for Wake Forest, and I'll explain why. Um, they do have a lot of losses to less-than-great teams, but their big man, Efton Reed, who transferred over from, you guessed it, Gonzaga, before that LSU, 
Um, he missed the first seven games of the season, which was losses to Georgia, Utah, LSU. When healthy with him, they've beaten a little team called Rutgers and Vautech and BC and Miami and Virginia. He's a difference maker when healthy. Now he's healthy. I, I don't think it's there yet. If what you say is true, then they'll have the opportunities between now and the end to get themselves there. I, I just can't go with Florida at home, you know, Florida at home, who's an awful road team and at Boston college. I, that just isn't quite enough. I, I kind of um, look at this. I say, how many wins they have against teams in our field? And the answer is zero. How many losses do they have teams that are not in our field? The answer is four. That's... Guess why that is? An injury to one of their best players? Uh, right, yeah. but, but they, it also tells me that so far they've played one team in our field the entire season. That's a strength of schedule issue, too, for me, uh, which I, I, I'm with Griggs. I hate to be with Griggs, but um, let me get a further opinions here. Uh, Matt, what do you think? It, it should it be Wake or should we go with either one of these other three teams on our board or maybe somebody we haven't mentioned? I I had these are these were my last two teams. Now, Grant, this was I, I was struggling at this point, and I like I'm for like if I'm hoping like we have like listen one of the uh, I'll throw one of the Missouri Valley teams because one of them has to be in this discussion. Indiana so State, Indiana State and Drake. Yeah, I'll put I, I think State. Drake's actually a little ahead of. I that. think Drake's profile is a little better right now. Yeah, okay. I'd like to give me both of them in the field though. If we're but yeah, like. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to fill in the spot 49 and 50 real quick. I'm going to fill them in with Drake and McNeese. Uh, take two teams off our board there. Uh, those are both the auto bid winners anyhow. So they're going to be in the field. Uh, yeah, so we've got Indiana State under consideration. I don't think they make the field right now. But K-State, Colorado, Wake Forest is kind of the debate. That, that Or, again. Throw another one. Okay, can we throw another one up that I don't yeah. – I can't believe. UCF, when you look at them, they're no worse than a lot of the teams we're talking about. Oh, let's throw that up here. Let's throw up UCF versus Wake Forest. Titel. This was Wake Forest was your team. Uh, UCF has beaten Kansas, and they won at Texas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they also a team that, that just three nights ago you told me was a bad team, so I, I think I know where you're going. It, but, the, the but Chad, I heard you Stetson, like strength of yeah. schedule. I, I can't even see UCF. It's so far away from me. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> just it. But it, it, it. You know, if you can't see it, then it's not there. Uh Dorman, have, have we forgotten about Miami? I know they're going downwards, but oh. are they, have they played out of the field already? They've been Clemson, K-State, and Georgia. My bracket, and the loss to Florida State last night, last week. They lost at home to Louisville. That's too many losses at home against bad teams for me to put them in the field. I do not have Miami in my field. Uh, Stalika, maybe, maybe we'll end up with Wake Forest in this field after all. Uh do you want to make any thoughts on, on this uh, debate here? I would have loved to have made the Miami case, but when you lose at home to Louisville, that's probably an instant disqualifier at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think and then Wake Forest, I was going to say, if I wish Joby were here, because he'd probably say Wake Forest would probably have a Mountain West get, Mountain West-like profile with all these Tier 2 wins and maybe one or two iffy losses right there. Now, granted, that's probably three when you consider Georgia, Florida State, and LSU not in our field, although I think Georgia is the one team that could potentially sneak in if they get a couple more uh, quality wins in the SEC. 
Well, let me throw this out here also. And Griggs, I know you would go there. We did, you, we mentioned K-State several times, never got them in the field. Uh, Dorman, should, should maybe they be an overwake. They did beat Baylor. They did beat Villanova. And they did beat a full-strength Providence team. I have Kansas State ahead of Wake. Yes, I would put Kansas State ahead of Wake. Uh, the Matt, way that Baylor about, pulls it. Yeah. Matt, what about you? Yeah, that's what K-State's kind of a revelation. I haven't even thought of them because they've basically been off the radar most of this year. But recent yeah, recent form, and again, they have that Villanova, one, which Villanova kind of handed them that game. I watched the end of it and that, but yeah. not. That, that K-State's not a terrible idea to put them over Wake. Uh, one other team we haven't mentioned, I'll get a shout-out to our OG here, that, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, yes, we I think have there's a reason we, I think there's a good yeah. reason we didn't mention oh, that. There's, there, there's about 280 teams we haven't mentioned. <laughs> uh, they beat Alabama. Congratulations. Yeah, guys, yes. Uh, that's a bad profile, Matt. I'm sorry. Especially <laughs> with that Michigan loss this week. That's... Uh, I, I'm not there with you. I, I would have, I would have heard an argument for Butler before I, before I hear Ohio State. I'll throw them up on the right. At least they did something. They won at Marquette. Yeah, <laughs> and they beat three teams in our field. Uh, although they have a lot of losses at this point. Um, and put James Madison ahead of these two. Uh, I'll list James Madison under consideration. I'll list Butler under consideration. Let me go through here. Anybody else that that, that is close to the field that we did not mention? Uh, Titel, I know we've got a lot of under-consideration teams there. Anybody close to the field that we have not mentioned that you think might deserve a quick look before we're done? I could make an argument for five of others, but we're running out of time and space, so no. <laughs> oh, okay. Sleek, how about you? Anybody else that you think we should mention? I do think there's probably going to be a seventh Big East team that gets in as a wild card, so naturally I'm going to have to put Providence and Xavier as teams that are Getting closer to the field, but obviously not above the cut line as of tonight. Yeah, uh, we mentioned them earlier. Washington State, not that far off either, are, are they? Um, mm-hmm. We pulled up their profile, uh, Dorman. Anybody else's profile we should we should look at? I think I just asked you tonight. <laughs> we have enough. Of, we have enough mediocre teams. I'm good. Uh, enough mediocre teams. Yeah, we got a <laughs> lot of mediocre teams. I guess what name is not even under our top ten under consideration. Uh, Gonzaga. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, uh, he, yeah, they're not. Uh, a team that I think is moving in the right direction, although not to the bubble yet, is Georgia. We shouldn't yeah. select them, but like we should watch them. I, they may play their way in. <laughs> I'd agree with you on that. Uh, let me go up real quick and pull up the 13 through 16 lines. We're in the 13 line. We've got Irvine. We've got uh, Appalachian State. <laughs> <laughs> we got Samford and Akron, 14 line Louisiana Tech, Vermont, Oakland, and Drexel, 15 line High Point, Eastern Washington, Moorhead State, Quinnipiac, 16 line Denver and Kennesaw, avoiding Dayton while Jackson State, Central Connecticut, NC Central. And yes, if you were with us last night, Lafayette, number 68 team. Yeah. They were you- they were 0 and 12 on, on January 1st, and they are now the leaders of the Patriot League and won at Colgate already. Uh, they are the Patriot, our Patriot League projected champions. <laughs> uh, and Griggs is joining me on the Lafayette bandwagon. Come yeah, I, I have to. <laughs> but on that note, I want to go through each of you for any final thoughts on this uh, on this field that we built or any other thoughts about college basketball at all. And uh, Dorman, let me start with you. 
is uh, because we spent a lot of times, a lot of time on this under consideration and the ten eleven line. You got to hold serve at home. These teams, I get the losses on the road. I you see it all the time, even on the top protected seeds one through four. But you got to hold serve at home if these teams want to start moving up and into the right side of the bubble. Win your games at home in conference. Absolutely, uh, Titel. Um, my note on the field, um, the six eleven game that is catching my eye is San Diego State, Michigan State. Uh, Aztec coach Ooh. Brian Dutcher oh. was a Michigan assistant for a decade before moving over as a Steve Fisher assistant in San Diego. So I'm sure that if anybody knows about Tom Izzo, it's a guy who used to see him twice a year for a decade. As far as my notes off the courts um, and off the brackets, um, it's not been the best week for sportsmanship. Uh, we saw DJ Horn give the double middle fingers. We saw the UCF players do the horns down. We saw Nate Oates push a player from Missouri. So I'm not trying to be the old man, get off my lawn. But if we can get a little more sportsmanship back in the game, that would be great. Yeah. Um, Matt. All right, this is what we mentioned here, the team sheet. So that thankfully we don't mention the BPI much, but it's on the team sheet. And, man, that is that, – that, that, it's off the, it feels like it's off the reservation most every year, but man, this year especially, like the I'll, I'll, I'll pull up here the, the the far right column. I just switched from the J and G to BPI on the entire screen here, so you can take, take a look at some of those BPI numbers of the teams we put in. Go ahead. I mean, look, like come on, San Diego State forty two, Colorado State sixty four, Utah State fifty. Like, come on now, the bottom line, just because you're not on the ESPN network, doesn't mean it doesn't play really good basketball. Even Memphis at forty six is pretty high. Joby be oh, A&M. A&M at 21. Michigan State at 18. <laughs> and then, uh, we, we, and then, listen, we lost the Sagarin off the team sheet because, unfortunately, it's no longer in publication in that. But, man, now the fact, like, we, I, I like that we added Torvik. I think Torvik should be on the committee team sheet. And, man, we got to find something else to replace the BPI and even strengthen the record. Like, mm. I, I want Wait, J- the J the JNG our, our home in creation is a far better indicator of team quality than that stick the record. Yeah, I, I want the JNG on the committee's team sheet because I want them to know what the metric is guessing that they're going to do whenever they're making decisions. Guess what they're gonna do, then whatever the strength of the record trying to determine yeah. that's strength the record. Uh Stalika. I look at a team like BYU getting into protected seed territory, and because they can't play on Friday or Sunday, you're basically limited to either the West region or the East region. Now, if you wind up in the East, you're probably going to wind up against UConn, the Sweet 16, whereas at least if you go West, you'll get to go to Los Angeles and probably get a more manageable matchup against either North Carolina or Kansas. So if they're able to maintain that pace, obviously the Cougars are going to be praying to stay out West here. Yeah, I will note that the final bracket is below us. You can go ahead and look at it now. Um, I'm actually going to uh, be typing up in a minute here real, in real time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, based on the way the way it's come out, Kansas will be the one seed in the West, though. They are the fourth number one seed. So uh, that is, it's likely you're going to see BYU-Kansas in the same region. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Griggs, you want to finish the show out? 
Yeah, uh, like we didn't, as we said at the beginning, we didn't talk much about the teams 13 through 16. If you want to hear more analysis on them, uh, you can watch under the radar. But one thing I did want to mention, uh, you did see that Nick Saban, uh, the head football coach at Alabama, retired. And I think the big reason was, you know, he had a good run. He was a big deal in the state, but he is being eclipsed by something else in the state of Alabama. And that something else is Buckyball. That is why Samford is taking over Bucky McMillan. They've got the longest winning streak in the nation. We've got the fever. You know, there were a lot of great Fords out there. There's Stanford. There's Radford. Yeah. yeah. There was Robert Ford, the assassin. No. Yeah. Samford. Yeah, Samford. Samford. Yeah. That's the team. Absolutely. But on that note, uh, I do want to take this chance to thank everybody for joining us. On behalf of John Titel, David Dorman, David Griggs, John Sleek, and Matt Sikowski, I'm Chad Sherwood, and we will be back next week with a whole host of podcasts again, and talk to you real soon.